This episode of Own the Gray is brought to you by I Am. Discover your unique talents, realize your potential, and align to your path. Take the first step to uncover your life purpose by visiting deborahjones.ca courses. guest is a breast cancer survivor and an inspiration to me. She might be for you too. In this episode, we talk about how her life changed after choosing to retire and what self-compassion looks like. And did you know that there's a thing called senior camp? I didn't. <laughs> Listen in and catch some of her enthusiasm for life. My next guest quit her stressful office job at 60 and started her own business called Finances with Compassion. At 75, she planned to start a new business, but during the transition, she had a realization that changed her mind. Please welcome Joy Gaskin. Hello. So Joy, how long have you been walking this life path? I've been walking this life past 79 and a half years. So what's your focus in life right now? My focus is my family. I have um, realized during this forced isolation how important family is and how important it is to keep contact any way you can. I just uh, was with my daughter and my two grandsons yesterday. We are playing mini golf. <laughs> bit of exercise there. Uh, is there anything that you're doing for your exercise regimen these days? Yes, it's my secondary focus is um, being healthy, completely healthy in all aspects. So I'm swimming and doing um, Zoom exercise class, um, one or the other five days a week, and walking on the weekends, walking downtown. I walk to the library, I walk to the bank, Wow. How do you feel? Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and and when did you start? Like this, was this something you were always doing for your health or when, when did that start? I've always been swimming. My mother put me in the pool at six for lessons and I'm so grateful to my mother for doing that. It's been a wonderful hobby. It's my place of calmness. Get in the water. I can meditate while I'm swimming. Wow, <laughs> that's skillful. <laughs> <laughs> well, it takes deep breathing. If you have your head in the water, you've got to do the breathing. So it's like an active meditation. Yes. Nice. So you retired. How yes. long ago did you retire? Four years ago, I was 75. That was my goal, retire at 75. <laughs> so when, when I met you, you were working as the bookkeeper and tax preparer and you helped me a few times and 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 then you kind of changed your focus a little bit to a new project. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Yes, I realized that a lot of my clients were afraid of forms, anything coming from the government, how to handle all this paperwork or even what do you do when your spouse dies? 
And I'm really good at that. I can talk to government people and people in authority as an agent for you. And I, the forums are like a piece of cake. So I know people need help and I really wanted to help people. Deborah helped me start thinking about this business and how to make it saleable. But then I had time off and didn't have to do anything. And I realized, ooh, I think I want to do this. You dream at night about your clients. So how can I help this person? You know, so I've done that enough. <laughs> so, so you decided to help yourself? Yes. Never look back? No. What are the benefits of not having a job to go to? It takes you forever to realize you get up and you say, I don't have to do anything. Like, I don't have a schedule. Oh, my goodness. My body was so tense and I had so much stress. And I thought I didn't have much at all. But when I finally gave up the work, the thought of time deadlines, my whole body started to relax. It took a long time for these shoulders over a computer to relax and ease the tension. And so when I got more relaxed, I said, well, this is the way my body should be. It shouldn't be <laughs> all that stressed. I'm really conscious of things that stress me. I try and change it, move away. When you get older, you don't care as much about things. So you can relieve stress. So you've eradicated what was causing the stress? Mostly, yeah. And so when you wake up in the morning now, what what do you do? What's what what's the first thing on your mind and, and how do you go about your day? Is what move is my body gently <laughs> before I start charging around. <laughs> Just ease into movement. If you don't keep moving, boy, you lose it. Like one day without one of those exercises, <laughs> it's worse the next day. So use it or you lose it. Motion is lotion. I, this is what my exercise person keeps saying. Your your hands, start, you know, start cramping up unless you're doing all these exercises she gives us. And all the joints need motion. So do you have a, a fixed way that you move your body? Do you have sort of exercise regimes or you're just focused on specific um, activities of movement? Well, because I love swimming, I'm in the pool and I do various strokes and then legs only, arms only to try and exercise every part of my body. But in an exercise class, I need someone to be the leader up there and just do what they're doing. And of course, the person that's leading our class has taken how to help the elderly from not falling and having more flexibility and more strength and keeping that spine <laughs> in its position. Um you have to find the right thing for you. And do you have enough energy to do the things that you want to do in your life? Not always, no. Sometimes you think, I can't do a darn thing today. Or, oh, I've done the dishes. That's one thing and I'm good for the day. <laughs> Who's coming in? Nobody. Okay, no dusting, no cleaning. <laughs> and do you ever stay in your PJs all day? Rarely. <laughs> But it's usually a sick day if I do. I don't have sick days because I don't want not sick. But So you consider yourself pretty healthy. Very. Very healthy. I went to my doctor at, oh, I don't know, when I was 68 or something, <laughs> 70. I don't know. Anyway, and I said, yeah, I don't need to pay for that. She says, oh, I didn't think you were a senior. My doctor, I said, this is what it should look like. So what are your views on aging? 
our society has uh, an idea that we have to crumble and just sit around and do nothing. When you age, you just can't do it. That's not true. It's it's all in your mind. You can do it. Your body can do it. You just have to keep moving. And people have come back from injuries and bad health. They just keep moving and doing things. Change so not, buy, not buying into that negative picture of uh, exactly. what society puts out there. Right. Is it easy to do that or is that challenging? You've got to be motivated because I want to live till over 100 I'm pretty motivated. Yeah. And of course, when I tell people how old I am and they say, I don't believe it. Well, that gives you the incentive to just keep going. So so it's like a shot of adrenaline. (laughs) Is there anything that's still a challenge Mm -hmm. for you living that life that you desire? Trying to stick with my alkaline diet is the biggest challenge. I'm working with a homeopath after I had my mastectomy and no meat, no fish, no dairy, no, basically no breads, but so you're eating vegetables and whole grain, not wheat. I'm doing millet and quinoa and uh, some brown rice and uh, a lot of supplements, which are vitamins, minerals, mushrooms, all things that she has learned in her oh, 40 year practice of helping breast cancer survivors and keep them surviving. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> once you eat a pomegranate a day, I never had a pomegranate before and I didn't know how to do that. <laughs> That's really good for breast health. <laughs> oh, awesome. So, so you had to change your diet and, and learn radically of yeah. food preparing and things like that. And uh, how are you doing with that? I'm saying I'm up to about 60%, 65. I was at 80% alkaline. And I'm finding I have to add in more chicken or fish sometimes, slice of bread sometimes, really expensive bread, the spreaded green bread. I guilt trip myself, you know, if I'm not doing it, but then I have to be compassionate (laughs) and say, you're doing as best you can. Where there are challenges, there needs to be heightened compassion. Heightened compassion, yes. Yeah. Is there anything that you could share with us that has worked for you in that arena? Listen to your head talk and cancel, cancel, cancel. (laughs) Yes. So things like, oh, you 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 couldn't stick to your diet today, you know, that's there's something wrong with you, that kind of thing. Or you can override it with it's okay today. You could do it today, start again tomorrow. I'm telling you, a lot of my work with my clients was therapy because I listened. I had compassion for their fears and their not doing something, you know, just leaving it forever and ever because of the fears. Was there a a particular client or story that made you decide, you know what, I I have to do this? Yeah, a couple of widows who were just absolutely at their wits end when they're after their husbands died with paperwork and um, just so much coming at you at a time when you needed so much compassion. A lot of people, as soon as they see a letter from the government tax department, immediately go into fear. Whereas if I were doing the business, they'd say, oh, give that to Joy and and not go into the fear. Yeah. You started 
that business when you were 60. Isn't that right? Finances with compassion. Yes. What were you doing before that? Working at bookkeeping for different clients. What made you come away from that and get into your own business? I was just not all that happy. It was stressful. And I was working with a um, person who we talked about setting our goals and what would we like to do? What could give us the most bliss? And I started thinking about that. Helping people and being compassionate was, was your focus. How many years were you doing that before you decided to retire? Doing the bookkeeping business? 15. Yeah. 15, 15 years. years. Finally retired at 75. Any advice that you would give your 60-year-old self? <laughs> Why didn't you do this sooner? <laughs> but it takes life experience to get to the point where you really know, in my case anyway, where you really know what is best for you to do, what you're passionate about, what you're good at. It took that long, too, to kind of release judgment. You got to, I figure, in this world, you don't have to be, but I think it, as you age, you can release judgment more easily. I could see how it was hurting me to judge someone and to hang out and judge myself particularly. So when you let it go, wow, that's freedom. And it attracted people to me. So You, you swim, you go for walks. I, I heard you're doing some bird watching. <laughs> uh, what, what is it you love to do with your time today? What do you love to do? Be outside. <laughs> if I'm outside, if I'm walking in the woods, if I'm uh, bird watching, if I'm being by the water. I went to senior camp um, when I was 72 and 73. Senior camp. Really enjoyed that. Camp for seniors. What was that all about? The girls camp in Algonquin. And this smart lady has figured out how to use her camps. The first two weeks of September, two different groups of seniors go for, there's crafts, there's canoeing, there's making paddles, there's making walking sticks, uh, archery, kayaking. Ha, ha, ha. Wow, that's incredible. So it's, it's basically like you get to be a kid again. You get to be a kid again, and but... Heated cabins. That's <laughs> no cold camping damp so, uh, beds. And your food made by a chef. And uh, there's a baker there too. So, oh, wow. Oh, it's so a little bit of glamping instead. <laughs> so uh, I guess, you know, once once we can go back to doing those kinds of things, I'm sure you'll probably uh, end up doing that again next year. Yeah. Although I like to do different things. I just like to have adventures. Never give up on your adventures. No. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Joy. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining us today. Another thing I wanted to say to people aging, get off the damn drugs. Get off your butt and get off the drugs. Get off your butt, get off the drugs. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you've heard and want to hear more, please subscribe, leave a comment and a rating. And I promise to send good vibes your way. This episode brought to you by Lunch with a Healer podcast. The best conversations happen when you're having lunch with a friend, especially when one is a healer. Pull up a chair at lunchwithahealer.com.